Good afternoon and welcome. I'm Karen Marsdale and I'm President and CEO at the Greater Reading Chamber. And you're tuning in to another member spotlight. And I am very excited uh, to have um, a gentleman with me today. The name will not escape you, I am sure. I'm talking today with Jason Hurlman, who is president and co-owner of Adelphia Seafood. And who hasn't heard of Adelphia Seafood? Thanks for having us. Well, it's a pleasure. Um, you know, I'm a customer, um, and I'm very, very thrilled that you're a chamber member. So um, I'd love to get into this conversation about um, many things and many facets of the business. We were talking before we came on camera about the fact that the, the business is 50 years old, and... Um, you and your business partner have purchased the business from your dad and your uncle, I believe? Correct. And so, so there's a family business component, and there's, so there's history and um, legacy there. And um, did you always see yourself in this, this position as you were kind of coming up the ranks, or, or was it not interesting to you until some, a light bulb went off? Um, for myself, I've always, this is kind of my passion, you know, following my father's footsteps uh -huh. from the time. Uh, him and my uncle purchased the business in, in 1973, the year I was born. You know, I've kind of been there my You've entire lived life. It. I've lived it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So it's really been a dream of mine to be in the position I'm in today. You know, so it's very exciting. Tell me um, then, Jason, if you've had all this history in the business, you saw, you know, what your dad was doing, um, and you came into the business, you grew up in it. What, what, maybe one or two things that have changed dramatically. Um, in the industry that you've seen? Well, there's a couple of things. You know, when we talk we talk about uh, food safety, mm -hmm. number one. There's and I a, see that as one of the things we want to discuss. Is correct. Food safety, That's that's been first and foremost uh, sure. one of the changes that's happened for the, for the, for the good. Uh, sustainability, you know, as we talk about future generations of and, uh, wanting to eat seafood and future generations of our product, and that is that whether it be uh, shrimp or tuna or swordfish, what's in the oceans, and that's really, we're still very wild-based uh, industry. Huh. I never thought about that. So talk a little bit about that. We're still a wild-based industry. A lot of, you know, the number one selling item that's out there is, is either tuna or shrimp, depending upon who you ask. And both of those items mainly are farm or, uh, shrimp being farm-raised, tuna being wild, okay. canned tuna leading the charge. Uh, you know, people talk about overfishing, but there's been a lot of insurgents in government organizations around the world to help have quota, have a quota system, and have seasonality, so that the tuna, when they're out there, they can they can have offspring for future generations, so that we can continue to have tuna for our kids and grandkids, and so on and so forth. So you really take an interest in um, this bigger picture, if you will. We do. And I think that do you think most um, of your industry does, or do you think that that's is it more? Are people looking more to short term as opposed to you're looking at long term? and the sustainability. I think the trend is changing towards more long-term. Okay. okay, interesting. Definitely. And how did you grow up going into going into the fish market and, and doing all those things that, you know, sound like, oh, my gosh, you must have to work, you know, 20 hours a day. Right, right. <laughs> I actually did. Uh, we used to go to the Philadelphia Fish Market mm -hmm. and the Fulton Fish Market in New York City with my father and go on vendor trips to Long Island to see the, the clam and oyster, uh, oyster sure. beds. Or uh, into uh, go to the, where they bring the all the ground fish, which is cod, haddock, flounder, into New Bedford, you know, off the boats and watch yes, them unload. Right, right, right. 
Um, so those are some of the trips that I did as a, as a, as a youngster, um, and, and I still remember those to this day. I was going to say, that probably had a great impact on the fact that, wow, this is, you know, I'm really, I'm out here, I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing the product, and then I'm seeing it, you know, at the retail level. Right, right. Um, which is always really, I think, fascinating, um, particularly in the, in, in, in the food industry. I'm always um, fascinated because, you know, it's not like... Um, the product that can sit sit, sit on the shelf right. and um, it doesn't get you know doesn't do better with, with with longevity if you will no so you really have to be smart about your buying correct so how many folks in the business are you doing all the buying for all of the entire operation there's three of us actually okay that do it. okay and we share the responsibilities a lot of the I still buy a lot of the fresh. Okay. Uh, but some of the uh, fresh fish, that is, some of the other fresh items or the frozen items were split up amongst some of the other the two other buyers. Okay. Okay. And did you train them, or did they come? Were they like you that sort of like grew up in this? Some of industry? both. One okay. of the individuals that's there has been in the industry for twenty years. Uh-huh. Um, the other person is new, has been a, a in the buying field, been a purchaser at other organizations. Okay. Uh, but you know, we've kind of. You know, like most people within Berks County, we're not surrounded by any oceans, so we have to kind of teach them our industry. Sure, you know? sure. Um, when, and what's your reach? Again, tell us a little bit about the reach of the of the company and how far you go into a, um, your footprint. So we go uh, from Cleveland, Ohio, to New York City, uh, just south of Binghamton, New York, and just north of Baltimore with trucks. I wonder if people know that, that you've got that that large of a footprint. That's really amazing. How how quickly has that grown? Is it has it been, you know, within your tenure? Um, you know, how how did how far did your dad take it, and then how far are you taking it? Uh, it it's been a it's been a slow climb. You know, uh, we we expanded right before two thousand seven with some help with some uh, some corporate business mm-hmm. uh, that's that's helped help us grow and push out to the Cleveland and New York City areas. Uh, we've always kind of been in Eastern Pennsylvania and, and New Jersey prior to that time. Um, but with that, we've definitely, definitely increased the amount of what we call uh, business saturation within those markets okay. to help us uh, make it more worthwhile to go to those regions and, and you know, increase our reach to, okay. and, 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 and get our name out there. So, um, so is, is the corporate business, when, we, when you talk corporate business, I'm assuming you're talking either restaurant and or um, um, supermarket, or mm-hmm. what? What does that look like? Wholesale, Wholesale? Uh, versus versus retail, right? And it's it's a fifty fifty blend between what we do today on our on our wholesale side. Okay. Uh, our retail stores, which we have three of them: Possville, Fairgrounds, and West Lawn, represents about ten to twelve percent of our overall business. Okay, so so you're really um, that growth really is in that in that um, that commercial market. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other things that, that, that I, I think about is um, when you talk about, about um, seafood and about the freshness and also about the, the, um, um, the, the food safety, have you found, um, you know, I, I know there's, there's a lot of conversation about, you know, government overreach and a lot of um, regulation and um, challenge to businesses. Would you say, because obviously, you know, you hear whether it's, you know, fish or whether it's it's chicken or whatever it might be, um, you know that 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 there are that there are huge there can be huge challenges. I think I think you know obviously we, li- we live in a country where we're very blessed mm-hmm. that um, you know our food is safe for the most right. part. Um, but would you say that there's that that's kind of a a, a good thing, or do you think that there's still some overreach? Um, 
I think it's a good thing for our industry that the fact that they're they're bringing the food safety from a government perspective is becoming uh, more the norm as opposed okay. to the exception. Uh, you know, I think a lot of things that have brought that to light over the years are, you know, you had the, the spinach crisis, you know, in California. Right, and, right. You know, you had, you had the peanut crisis in, in Atlanta where you had a peanut producer, you know, selling tainted peanuts that, that ultimately people died from. You know, uh, I don't want to be that guy. Sure. You know, my partner, we've made a commitment to not only our employees but to our customers that we, we, we want to make sure that the product that we're giving to them, we can stand behind it and we... We're doing everything we can in our power to make it safe. Well, um, you know, I think that that's great. I um, think your products are delicious and um, stop on a regular basis at the fairgrounds market. So, um, you know, uh, you're, you're in our menus quite frequently. Um, one thing I do want to ask before we need to, to, to depart today is how about the key lime pie? And where did that come from? So my father retired in 2007. Uh-huh. He moved to Naples, Florida, okay. and he ran into Randy, who okay. uh, Randy's Fish Market, who had his own line of key lime pies. So um, he said, "These are the best pies I've ever had." He called me up and said, "You got to start buying these." That's kind of how it happened. I don't know if every. I mean, is it um, has it been successful for you? Because they sure are good. Yeah, it has been actually. Good. Yeah. Good. Because you know. You go to the fish market, and there's a key lime pie. And you're like, hmm, I think I'll try this. Right. And then it's like everyone that, that you um, entertain and loves it, and like, oh, I'll just keep, uh, you know, doing the key lime pie instead of baking. Right, so right. It was, it's, it's a nice, clean finish yeah, to a seafood it dinner. It is. Right. It is. It's just per- it's a perfect blend. So, right. Well, you know what? This has been really fun because I learned a lot, um, and I'm, I'm just um, really appreciate you coming out today and teaching us a little bit more um, about the fish industry. I think it must be fascinating to be there. And, um, and we really appreciate your membership in the chamber as well. So Thanks thank for having you me. For, thank you for coming. Appreciate okay. it. Yep. Take care. Thank you.